Hi, and welcome to the Beyond the Scale podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Spencer Nadolsky, and this podcast, presented by Sequence, will discuss a wide range of topics related to obesity, nutrition, and fitness. With the help of special guests, my goal is to shed light on the new weight science. Hey, and welcome back to the Beyond the Scale podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Spencer Nadolsky, and we brought back our head dietitian, Lillian Yang. We're going to talk about diet and GLP-1s again and reemphasize a lot of the things we've been talking about and go over some of the insights that she has learned over the course of the time we've been doing this. So welcome back, Lillian. Hello, nice to be back. Lillian's a champion for making sure that, hey, this isn't just all the drugs. It's like we nutrition's extremely important. And I think it's important. I, of course, I'm a champion for that as well, but it's good to have an actual dietitian who's pushing this too. Because yeah, we could give people drugs and they could lose weight and, and, and things like that. But there are things beyond the scale and also with the scale too that the nutrition components help with. So it's always good to have Lillian really pushing that because I think that's where we see a lot of the social media backlashes too. It's like, it's not one or the other. You should still do both because they're both good for you regardless of weight. So yeah, thanks Lillian for coming back. Yeah, yeah. I know there's a a lot of talk that's going on, especially I think with like Weight Watchers acquisitions and, you know, there's a lot to do for that whole conversation of like, what is a GLP-1? Who should use it? Should we use it at all? You know, is it going to do all the work for you if you're trying to lose weight? So there's there's a lot of maybe some misconceptions that hopefully we can help to clear up today. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah. What's like the biggest thing that you're seeing so far? Again, you you were on, I don't know, it was like six months ago or what time flies, but like we've been doing this now for what, a year and a half almost. Yeah. And and you've been our head head honcho in terms of nutrition. So anything you've learned since we've chatted last? So I think that in general we have found that a lot of people are having great success on GLP one medications. They are experiencing the appetite suppression, the reduction in cravings, the reduction in food noise. And as a result, if you simply are eating less and following those cues, you should be losing weight, right? But I think a lot of people are also realizing that, hey, I need to start paying attention to exactly what I'm eating if I'm going to be eating less food. Because the relationship with food is really, really complicated for a lot of our members. And the idea of like, I've just been on diet after diet after diet. And this has been such a long journey that's lasted so many years. They're just really excited to find something that is truly helping them in those biological drivers of the hunger and the cravings. But at the same time, if you're not going to fuel your body. That's really what I consider food to be. It's it's fueling your body so that it performs the way it needs to and the way that you want it to. If you're not doing that right, you're just not going to feel good, even if you do lose the weight. What are some examples of things? I mean, and you oversee all of our dietitians. How many dietitians do we have now? We have an amazing group of 12 dietitians. 12. That's yeah. amazing. And they're all, we've had a few of them on. Every, if you've been following our podcast, you've probably seen I don't know how we've had maybe four or five different ones on. Everybody's been excellent, slightly different expertise within the RD field. So it's been, it's been cool to see, but you oversee all of it. And there's probably chatter in, in the little, uh, in our little Slack groups about like, Hey, I got this. And so like, are you seeing people that straight up, like don't eat a good quality, like they take the medicine 
and they're just like, whatever, I'm going to eat. Because the, the idea is that the, the medicine will help people do what they know they should be doing. But are, are you seeing their people, some people are like, yeah, whatever, I'm just going to eat, I hate to say junk food, but like non-nutritious food mm-hmm. and lose weight that way because I can. Are you seeing that? And then how do you help those types of people? The people that we see are a subset of members that actually reach out and want to see us. So it may not be the best sample population. However, the people that we do see tend to be very eager to learn about well, how do I complement this medication with good food, good nutrition? We get a lot of questions like, do I have to do anything additional? Like, do I have to follow a keto diet? Do Mm -hmm. I have intermittent fasting to do this. So that those kinds of questions come up a lot. And also the topic about like maintenance, sustainability, of course. And I think that's also a key reason to pay attention to your nutrition, because if you're going to not eat what you're supposed to eat or the nutrient dense foods that are really going to help you along this process, who knows what's going to happen down the line in terms of maintenance? Will you be able to maintain that weight that you've lost as you taper down off of the medication? Are we going to be able to sustain a certain way of eating that you've been eating? A lot of people actually tend to undereat. So we see people who are eating under a thousand calories a day, perhaps not intentionally, but they're just saying, I'm not hungry. So I'm just not going to eat. And we come to that saying like, hold on a second. If your body gets used to having a thousand calories a day or less, and you're going to hit a weight plateau, which is a totally normal part of the process, what are we going to be able to do to help you? Like you can come to us, but what can we truly recommend? We can't tell you to cut it down to like 600 calories, right? So it's about making, I think the most of the medication while you're on it is like, all right, I got to pay attention to these things. And like, we have a whole team here to support you to do that if you are looking for that support. So what okay, so what are the top 3 things you give to patients when you're like, okay, forget everything except for these top 3 things when someone comes to you eager to learn? Well, one of them's got to be protein. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Stay on top of your protein intake. It's super super important so that you're not going to be experiencing a lot of loss of your muscle mass as you're losing weight. So protein is key. We usually estimate one to 1.2 grams per kilogram of your weight. I would say for like one of our average members, that's about like 90 to 130 grams of protein over a whole day. So that's one thing I would emphasize. The second thing I would emphasize is to try to get in the other food groups. So don't neglect your fruits and vegetables and carbs. Carbs are super important too, even though we've sort of become wary of carbs for a lot of dieting purposes, but carbs are fuel. So you're going to need to pay attention to those other food groups. And the third thing I would say is, well, this is not necessarily a nutrient, but think about what's going to make this a lifelong way of eating. Yeah, We don't want to be on a diet and off a diet. We want to find a way that's like, this is the diet I want to keep following because it makes me feel good. Yeah. Something that's not miserable. For me, it's the shawarma diet. The shawarma diet. <laughs> the shawarma diet. I just met with uh, Lillian and our head of social media, Dom, who's our producer on this. They were laughing because I'm like, let's go find some shawarma. I'm always like, let's get some shawarma. 
And every, and it's kind of the joke, but it's like, I love shawarma so much. I'll eat it like every single day. And I did. I Before I left, I found the corner, corner little shawarma, shawarma shack. That's awesome. Yeah, that was nice. So yeah, anything that, that you find was, that's less, yeah, less miserable, not, it might not be the most tasty diet, but something that's like you like that you can sustain. I think that's, it's such a, it's a hard thing to figure out though for many people. And it is hard because there's so many tasty foods around us and we're biologically driven to eat those foods. So that's why you give the medicine to go tamper down that biological drive, then allows you to kind of navigate this environment. But once you get into the hang of that, the the medicine kind of tampers down that food noise. Because the thing is, we're not, you know, there's some programs they like, they'll take you off the medicine once you hit a, a normal BMI, whatever normal BMI actually is. I mean, we have insurance guidelines, but like, that's a whole nother topic. But we don't do that, but th- there are some people that want to wean off. They don't want to be on medicine for the rest of their life. So while we talk about this medicine and obesity being a chronic disease and the medicine being a chronic therapy, some people simply don't want to be on the medicine for long term. And that's okay. They have patient autonomy. How are we going to help them like stay successful? Well, you have to teach them the, these nutritional principles because those are what are going to help satiate and keep people fuller for longer. And you got to do it in a way that makes them not miserable. So that's what our whole dietitian team does. It preps people in case they want to. But it also helps. For example, Lillian and the team always talks about, like, for example, I got tagged in, in our little Slack. Someone's like, I have no appetite and I want to go up on the medicine. And I'm like, they're like, why are they asking that? I'm like, I don't know. They lost about 4 5% of their body weight that month. Like, what's the point of going up when they have no appetite? That's how the drug actually works. So to go up on the medicine doesn't make any sense if it's still working we like to we like to keep people on the lowest minimal effective dose because then as Lillian said like once you get to a point of plateau then you can go up but I think you guys do a good job at figuring out like if somebody's not eating hey you work with the clinicians you ping the clinicians you know and we're trying to be a collaborative group trying to make sure that like hey you know maybe try not going up on the dose this month and then you all work with the patient to go like okay, if you're not eating, that's normalizing your appetite. It's not supposed to squash it completely so you don't eat at all. Yeah. So any any strategies around there? I know we've talked about this on a few podcasts, but it's always good to reemphasize this. Yeah, yeah. So I'd actually like to take a step back and just tell you what our goal is. I think clinically is we want to help you see results, but we also want to make sure that safety first, It has to be done safely. Mm -hmm. We have your best interests at heart. And we also want it to be sustainable. And research has always shown again and again, slow and steady wins the race. You don't want to do a quick fix because that weight just comes right back. And we do this whole cycle thing. I gain 40 pounds. I lose 40 pounds. And it's just it's just a lot on the body and on like mentally, it's just so tough to go through that. So I think we need to take a step back with those people and just reevaluate like, Hey, are we in a huge rush to lose that 40 pounds? Can we go a little slower? Like instead of trying to do that in three months, let's try to do it in like six months. And you're going to enjoy yourself during that six months. You don't have to like avoid parties, like just not eat anything. I want you to enjoy yourself. I want you to develop a better relationship with food. And I want you to be happy while you're on our program. So taking a step back, I think it may not even be nutritional guidance. It might also be a little bit of like 
therapy, figuring out your motivations, goal setting, which is also something that our registered dietitians are trained in. They're going to help you with that. They're not just simply going to be like food police. You're not allowed to eat this. You have to eat that. It's more about, hey, what kind of foods do you like? What can we get more of into your diet? Fruits and vegetables. Don't be scared to eat a banana. Bananas have potassium and a lot of other nutrients. So it's really like personalizing a lot of our advice to make sure like you are happy during this process. So that's going to be sustainable. It's going to be safe. And like I said, we just want to, we just want to help you. We love our members. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah. We, we like our passionate uh, RDs that are just out there trying to be as patient friendly as possible and trying to advocate for the patients as well. That's awesome. Yeah. Personally, I'm like, well, I was pregnant and I had a really rough first trimester. I was super nauseous, not hungry. Yeah. And I was just imagining like this may be somewhat similar to maybe some of the side effects someone experiences for the first couple of weeks. And I was just so sad that I couldn't eat the things that I wanted to eat because, you know, you eat every day, you eat multiple times a day. And it's really hard to not enjoy that big part of life. So that'll just be my my last little. Cool. <laughs> well, so again. We like to emphasize our comprehensive approach here at Sequence and that like we're trying to not just be like a pill mill or an injection mill as, as people, as, these are injections, not pills, although there is a pill coming out. That's a whole nother discussion. But anyway, injections usually uh, for these GLP ones, because we want to take this comprehensive approach, the quality of the weight loss matters, the quality of your dietary patterns matter. That's we also have our, our exercise, everything. It's not just what's going on in the scale. It's everything else. And it's also, it's quality of life and, and helping people through this journey as holistically as possible. So we appreciate you, Lillian, uh, and we appreciate all the dietitians at Sequence. Anybody interested in a GLP-1 or, or worried about the process or anything, hopefully you can share this with a, a friend or, or family member or anybody else interested to know that we will take care of you from a nutritional aspect as well as obviously manage your medicines. Any, any last remarks, Lillian? Well, I really hope that you are enjoying the whole experience on the program. I think we have a lot more that we'd like to start doing with nutrition now that we have a little bit more capacity. We have the time to do it. I know a lot of people are looking for recipe ideas, um, examples of meal plans and all that stuff. I'm very excited to share too. Very good. Thank you so much, Lillian. Thanks for having me. All right.